Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. I'm excited to have my friend Karina Cardi here with me today. Karina and I have known each other for a lot of years. Um, a lot of years. How many years? Um, for sure, at least like 12, maybe 13. Yeah. Yeah. We met through a mutual friend uh, and she was part of Premiere for a while and she was a great customer of mine. Oh, I remember we were at a wedding together one time and we were both very pregnant, weren't we? <laughs> yep. yep. <Very laughs> oh, that was a good time. Uh, Karina is uh, a mom to two sweet little boys. And uh, we talk all the time because I think we just need that mama tribe to get us through those hard times. And just to even have somebody else who can relate to you is so important. And uh, we go back and forth on Instagram all the time with just like, ah. I'm dealing with this today or like, oh, I feel you mama. Like I, I, you know, I see you. So I'm excited to have Karina here today to just share a little bit more about her and what life is like for her as a mama. So Karina, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Why don't you share a little bit more about who you are, about your family, what you do? Sure. I am a mom of two sweet boys, as Amber would say. I would say crazy boys. That's usually how I talk about them. Um, They're full of energy. My oldest is seven. My youngest is five. And they are currently going to an immersion school. So that's been interesting. Killian, my older one, is learning Spanish. And Porter, the younger one, may be starting Chinese kindergarten in the fall we'll see that's Um, so cool why did you why did you choose to go that route well Killian had kindergarten at a what you would say normal school and then he was like I want to learn Spanish I don't even know what like struck his wonderment of it but he was like I want to learn Spanish so I'm like okay I'll start googling Spanish schools and we found Leela in Forest Lake and we're like well we're selling our house because we at the time lived in Coon Rapids and that would be kind of a long trek but we sold our house and we've been living in my adopted dad's basement for the past year that's been a whole nother story probably tell you a little while but (laughs) yeah. yeah so we've been driving kids to and from school and they love it there Well, that's awesome. So is it a different school then that you're trying to get Porter into? No, um, Leela is actually Chinese and Spanish immersion. So when you start there, you pick which language you want to learn and you just dive in. And it is literally, so when Porter starts kindergarten, the teacher will only speak to him in Chinese. That's crazy and so cool. Like what an, um, I don't know, just an awesome way to get your kids involved in other cultures. Yeah. I mean, it freaks me out a little bit. I'm like, uh, I don't know any Chinese. How am I going to help you with homework? Well, I guess we'll figure it out. 
You're awesome. That's so great. Like just way to take the dive in and be brave for those boys. That's <laughs> cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Tell us more about you. Okay. Um, I have a husband, um, Dan, uh, on July 9th of this year, it will be our 11 year wedding anniversary. So awesome. that's fun and exciting. And I don't think we're really doing anything too crazy because new house building and yeah, we decided, so more on the new house building, we decided in like maybe September-ish of last year that, okay, we can't find any houses out in the world of the housing market right now for us, for all of our wants and needs. And we want this next house to be our forever house. So let's see if we can't build. So we found a builder. We had our lot finalized. And the building process essentially started in January and should be done July 29th. And we'll be able to close and finally move in. Yay. What has that been like? I know a lot of people right now with the crazy housing market, like are living with family while, you know, their house sells and then they haven't found a new one or they're building a house and just the chaos of building house and everything. Like, how's that been for you guys as a family? Chaos, stressful, um, exciting going to visit the house and seeing the progress but then still stressful with picking literally all the things like what color door handles do you want? What? I didn't know I had to pick. Right. (laughs) What color paint do you want? I don't know. What are my choices? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, just going through literally every single thing you could think of to pick in a house, we got to pick it, which was really cool, which made it ours. Um, we designed our house mostly ourselves, like with our architect, but we gave him all of our ideas and he was like, okay, do you like this? What don't you like? What do you want to change? And we made those changes and I'm so excited to be there and make it ours with our stuff in it. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I bet. That'll be so nice. And just have a space your own again, instead of having, you know, just a small area for you and the chaos, because let's be real. Sometimes with motherhood, you just need like space to break away for a hot second or like an hour. (laughs) And if you're in, you know, smaller quarters, that's harder to do. And, um, I know that you're, you're very good about being intentional about your time. So talk a little bit more about that. Like, what do you do to make sure that your mental health and, and physical health, all of it is just taken care of? Um, for me, I workouts, for example, I love working out. I have loved working out for probably the last six or more years. And I'm like, okay, when can I make time for this? Well, initially I was like, well, I can work out in the evenings, like right after work and Dan can pick up the kids. But then I'm like, I'm missing out on so many things. And then mom guilt sets in and I'm like, okay, well, what else can I do? Okay, I can wake up early, literally before everybody in my whole house is awake. Because I'm pretty quiet when it comes to like, okay.
okay, get dressed, go up the stairs, fill my water and leave. And then come home when the kids are awake, but they're old enough that they can grab their morning snack and start watching a show or whatever. And then I get home and pack their lunch and off we go. (laughs) So it's just about literally finding what works for you personally. Like some people, they would not want to wake up early in the morning. Like, ew, they'd rather work (laughs) out after the kids go to bed. And I'm like, nope. I'm like done with my day. Like I'm so exhausted by from work, from momming and just life in general that I have no motivation to go, yeah, let's go to the gym at 9 p.m. But to each their own. Teach their own, but that, yeah, I'm so with you. I am like, it's nine o'clock. Uh, that's my permission to go to bed. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done with all of you. I'm done with all the things. Good night. Yep. Yeah, I get that. Awesome. So working out, what about, um, I don't know, are there any other things that you do to just stay intentional about getting, getting new breaks? Um, I go to therapy, which has been a great help. Listen up, Mama. I know you aren't where you want to be. It might be that your marriage is in a hard place and you can't seem to get past it. It might be that you want to feel confident in your mom bod, but you just can't get past the negative mindset. Or maybe you've been trying to be consistent with exercising, but you just can't make it past the first days. This is why I created my program, The Fit Plan. It gives you step-by-step processes on how to create these habits. And the most important part of building habits It gives you the accountability to keep going. The thought that habits are made in 21 days is a total myth, but I'm here to help you get started and stay consistent. Check out more on my website if you're done putting yourself last or done making excuses. Let's make it happen together. You deserve it. And also my husband and I have marriage counseling as well, which has also been really great um, because we've realized that our brains work completely differently. Like I am the type of person that just wants to like, Oh, Hey, uh, an idea popped in my mind. I'm going to just blurt it out right now. (laughs) And he is the type of person that's like, wait, I am focused on this one thing. I can't stop my focus and turn and go, what did you just say? Okay. Let me think about that for a minute. So that's been a work in progress. So sometimes when that happens my self-care is to kind of just make a list instead of blurting all the things out like I blurt them out with a paper and pen that's (laughs) good yeah so that's been really helpful um it's still definitely a work in progress some days I'm better at it than others you know what I think marriage in general is just a work in progress whether you have a good marriage or a you're at a hard place right now in your marriage, whether you're going to therapy or not. Like we just had this conversation with my kids this weekend that there are reasons why dad and I take time to spend away from you girls or to we sometimes have you put yourselves to bed because we didn't get to see each other all day. And our marriage is incredibly important. Right. And to be able to, to show them what a good marriage looks like and take that time to be super intentional about it, because it's true. Even if you are very similar when you've been married for 11 years or however long, like you come to realize how, how different you are. And if you want to make the marriage work, you've got to, you've got to work together and not try to change each other, but just try to make 
your differences work together. Yeah. And especially sometimes like, so in our close quarters that we've been in for the past year, our workspaces used to be, I was on the top floor, he was on the bottom floor. So I didn't have chances to just blurt out all the things coming to my mind. Now we are literally right next to each other. And so it's like, oh, there's a human. I'm going to say words to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So Yeah, sometimes like, I'm like, okay, it's been a day. I have no more energy to even like, have a conversation with you. I need to just go to bed and you can go decompress how you decompress. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. And just respecting each other's need for decompression, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes Clay wants to hang out and I am just peopled out for the day. I'm like, I've had too much kids stuff going on. I'm, I'm so overstimulated. I just need me time. And like, he's pretty good about just respecting that. And even though he doesn't have to be right, like he could be kind of frustrated because he wanted me yeah. time or time with us. But anyway, yeah, just respecting each other's boundaries around everything. <laughs> really right yeah 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 and putting in that hard work for your kids too so good for you guys and I mean I agree if you can make therapy happen I felt like kind of I kind of struggled when I started going to therapy because like I'm not at a place with my anxiety where I'm like I can't get out of bed like I'm not on pills and so I'm like do I really can I just like suck it up and do it but I recognize that like no matter where you're at, therapy's good for everybody. True. <laughs> therapy's good for everybody. So good for you for, for doing that for yourself. Yeah. 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 What is something that you really love about motherhood right now? I love watching my kids learn new things. It's been really fun. Um, they both, they've got to both play soccer this season and I actually decided that I was going to coach Porter's team that it has been interesting (laughs) to say the least so coaching a bunch of kids that are going into kindergarten um when it's like they all just chase the ball and run around in a circle I mean it's adorable but good for you for volunteering it's not an easy job to say yes to (laughs) then there's some kids that are just like hey look an airplane in the sky or hey look at that cloud I'm like dude the ball (laughs) you know what it's so fun though to get involved in your kids stuff even when you don't really know what you're doing like I joined our soccer board I like literally know nothing about soccer I've learned at this point because she's three seasons in but before that I'm like I I don't know anything what's happening those sweet moms last year in our first competitive season just sat on the sidelines and they taught me the game I'm like what happened what just happened you know Um, but then you know getting involved with it and even some of the church things like it's just it's it's fun to be involved in their things so um so good for you for doing that that's super fun yeah and it's been fun hearing Killian like talk in Spanish and um actually towards the end of the year like him and I would have like I don't know, maybe a five minute conversation, even though it was super simple stuff like, hi, how are you? I want to play video games or I want to do X, Y, Z, or can I have a drink of water? And I would respond in Spanish. And so that's been fun, like 
hearing a little tiny voice speak in a foreign language. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. It is fun to watch them and to see life from from their perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Like those simple things for kids sometimes we as adults can just take things for granted and seeing it from their eyes just kind of reminds us that life is really good, even when it's really hard, right? And life's really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool things if we just look for them. Yeah. What is something that is just kind of a struggle for you right now as a mom? Summer. Preach, sister. <laughs> I feel this so hard today. <laughs> um, especially, so we decided we were going to do the, like, school daycare thing, um, but not every single day because, man, it's expensive. Yeah. So we were like, okay, what's our busiest days of meetings? So we're like, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they'll go to school and they'll be home on Mondays and Fridays. Well, the first day was a Friday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exhausting. We need a schedule. So I like rough drafted a schedule, but there were no times listed except for watching videos and video games because I was like okay you can have 30 minutes of each of these and they're allotted after lunch and then after our normal work day and still when they're home the first question can we watch videos no you can watch them after lunch see look at schedule So it's been helpful, but not at the same time. And I'm thankful that with my work, I've been less busy on Fridays and Mondays so that I'm able to like cater to them more or go, okay, I need to go make the kids lunch and make me lunch or, okay, they need to be separated so that they're not so chaotic. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I love losing the routine of school. I'm like, just kind of living free and wild a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the lack of routine is also really hard some days. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to like have some things planned, but then it's like, I've noticed lately in the mornings, like we don't really have that routine anymore. So I'm like, I noticed the other day, I was like, uh, when's the last time you brushed your hair? I think you probably need to change underwear today. <laughs> And just like having a little bit more of like freedom, but also I can tell the days where we don't have routine, there's a lot more like frustration and there's more arguing. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good idea to set those, I don't know, some sort of schedule, even if it's just like small things, it probably helps, huh? Yeah. Like our schedule is kind of like, okay, well, here's your normal morning of like, watch your show eat your snacks, but then after that, go get dressed, eat breakfast, and then pick and choose from this list of chores and this list of play with XYZ. Right. <laughs> play outside, play with Legos, what have you. Like, here are some ideas. If you can't come with, up with any ideas yourself or you're like, I'm just so bored. I'm like, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. I know. My kids know if they come to me and tell me they're bored, they get to clean something. So the only one who really does it to me anymore is a seven-year-old because she just loves to play with friends. But also 
And I think we can relate on this regard, just like with her high emotions and her like high sensitivity issues, like she just doesn't always abide by those routines and stuff. And I know you have experience with that too, right? Yes, um, definitely with Killian, the seven-year-old. And like, we've been working with them with things that we've learned in therapy and like trying to, trying to teach it to him. Um, and it's been helping a lot, actually. Like initially it was like, it's not catching on, it's not catching on, but like every meltdown that he's had recently has been a lot quicker to resolve, which That's is like, great. Hey, go us. High five. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For real. It's so true. Like there's such a value in being able to teach them those things that we are learning too. So, well, that's good to hear. That's really good yeah. news. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's encouraging to hear too, for moms who are dealing with that. Um, because sometimes it feels like, is this ever going to stick? Are they ever going to learn? Right. And it just with kids, it takes a lot of a lot of repeating, whether that's yes. you telling them to do something and they actually go listen, or it's like learning how to control big emotions. So that's a yeah. good, good point just to keep on. Mm-hmm. How do you battle mom guilt? Talking about it. Yeah, definitely talking about it, be it like with you or even with my husband. Like when I initially was going to work out in the evening, he's like, go ahead, go ahead. I'm like, no, I can't. I feel bad. Why do you feel bad? Because I won't be helping with the kids. I won't be helping with dinner. And he's like, it's fine. I got it. And I'm like, but I still, like, I feel bad. And, like, I don't have any other reasons as to why. Like, these are the reasons. I, I can't fix it. I can just, like, go, okay, I'll find a different time so that I can experience all those things with the kids and you and yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there is no rhyme or reason. We just feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I totally agree. Talking about it with somebody is so helpful. And I also like, yeah, of course our spouses, but like, I, I don't know about you, but like Clay doesn't deal with dad guilt the way I deal with mom guilt. And I'm sure dad, right. Like, right. Right. Yeah. And so having that like mama tribe to be able to just be like, Ah, here's my vent. And I have like those certain people that I'll talk to and like, I don't need answers. Right. Like I don't, I don't need reassurance. I don't, I just need to get it off my chest and I feel better. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Totally. Just talking about it is a great way to cope with it. <laughs> be able to move on. So good. Yeah. All right. Karina, what is something that you do really well as a mom? Try to lead by example, like during COVID for sure. Um, I still tried to do my workouts. And sometimes my workouts consisted of small people hanging on me as I was lifting. (laughs) And then sometimes they consisted of small people trying to do the workout with me with my other bands. And so like, just like providing that example, like, Hey, working out is good for you. You get strong and yeah, just being a good example for them. You are a good example for them. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here and in my life and uh, just a safe space for me to be able to, to just vent sometimes. Yes, for sure. Uh, well, if people want to find you after listening to this episode and just want to come say hey or want to come 
I don't know, say that they related to something you said today, uh, where is the best place for them to find you? Um, probably on Instagram. I am at K underscore Cardi. I'm pretty sure. If I I'm think not so too, but I will, Cardi. yeah, I'll put it in the show notes, but I think you're okay. right. <laughs> I'm either K underscore or K dash. I think it's underscore. Yeah. Okay. I think it is too. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here and, and sharing a little bit more about just what mom life is like for you, because it truly takes a village to raise these little people, but also to just raise ourselves and to feel like we aren't the only ones going through both the good and the hard things of motherhood. So it was fun being here. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.